can like sing a jingle for you. <clears throat> Go for it. Cookbook diva, cookbook diva, she's got the sauce. Oh, that's going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is totally making it into the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Pull Up Podcast, where we discuss life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and all of the insanity that is adult life. I'm Kate. I'll be your host. Join me every Wednesday for new episodes on Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. We are on Instagram at the underscore pull up underscore podcast. So don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back and relax, and let's get into the Pull Up Podcast. Welcome to the Pull Up Podcast. I have Eva here with me today, chef extraordinaire. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Eva is on Instagram at cookbookdiva, and that's T-E-V-A, right? Amen. Amen. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Caitlin. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited that you're here. <laughs> I'm so excited I'm on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So I want to talk about your, your cooking because I'm fascinated by your videos and your photos and how yummy your food constantly looks. <laughs> Thanks. I was actually recently told by somebody that I should make an OnlyFans page for my food cooking because it's like food porn. Oh my God. Well, people will pay for that. <laughs> how much money do you think I can make off of that? I don't know, but fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Here's a dollar for my grilled cheese. I mean, nobody's doing it. Think about it. Do it. There's, you know, like a bunch of Instagram models, but who's doing food porn? Like, do on, it. On OnlyFans. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I think so. I think people will pay for anything. <laughs> Nowadays, right? Everybody, everybody's at home. Here's just a like, picture of my toes, $10. <laughs> hey, you know, that might be my next venture. I've got pretty nice toes, too. There you go. You know, put them together. <laughs> food porn with toes. Food porn with toes. Listen, I'm sure that you will find a group of people that are into that. I'm sorry. This conversation's already <laughs> taken a left turn with me. Welcome. <laughs> I want to know what attracts you to cooking. Like, what about it do you enjoy so much? Oh, man, I love everything about cooking. Um, I mean, first off, you got to love food, right? Mm -hmm. You got to love to eat. Um, I'm obsessed with different cultures. So I really enjoy to kind of learn about different cultures and their food. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm fully white, <laughs> like as white as they come. So, um, you know, I enjoy to learn about those other cultures and, you know, how they make different dishes because, you know, not every culture makes, you know, rice the same right. or their meat the same. And I, it just attracts me, you know, to the smells, to the different ingredients. Like, I love finding a new recipe and being able to kind of put my own twist on it but still understand, you know, what I'm pulling from their culture as well. So, right. you know, just different things attract me to cooking. But all in all... If I'm eating it, I'm happy. <laughs> Is there anything that you just cannot eat or that you're like, mm, that goes a little bit past my comfort zone? Oh, my God. People are going to probably kill me on this. I hate beans. Really? I fucking hate beans. Wait, but you like hummus? Um, mm, 
So I'll eat hummus for like the healthy factor if I'm looking for like a healthy dip or something okay. like that. Um, but ooh, I don't it, because it's a part of a bean as well. It, uh -huh. I, it has that bean flavor. I don't like the texture. I don't like the taste. How interesting. And it's so unfortunate because I live in Miami and I would love to enjoy all the different beans, you know, from the different cultures down here. But I just I've tried refried beans, black beans, pinto beans, chickpea, everything. I just I just don't like beans. It's so sad. I wish I loved That's them. That's so interesting. I'm so glad I asked that. That's like off the cuff, too, because I, I just showed her my list of questions, and <laughs> I caught her off guard with that one. But anybody that knows me knows I fucking hate beans. Good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't make like a seven layer dip or something for you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if any, hey, hey, anybody want to make me a seven layer dip, do not put beans in it. <laughs> just for reference. Who do you um, look up to most in the food world? Or in general, oh right? In connection. Uh oh. I'm such a sap. My first response was like, my dad. Because like all growing up, my questions, I mean, questions used to ask me all the time and be like, oh, who do you look up to? It would always be my dad. But as far as like the, the cooking world, I mean, I would say Guy Ferry. Um, I just love him. I love diners, drive-ins, and dives. I love every show that he has on the Food Network. Um, I'm just so interested that, you know, he has this personality that's awesome, that's really out there. Mm -hmm. um, it brings you in, and then at the same time, he gets to go to all these cool-ass restaurants and try, like, the best food around. And I love him. He's, like, part comedian, part chef, part... He's part everything. Yeah. So I definitely look up to him, and especially with, you know, everything that's, like, recently going on with, um, you know, my new ventures and stuff like that. I look up to him because of that. So. Right. So tell us more about your new ventures. I will. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, so recently, I've been partnering with restaurants, and um, I've been doing something a little bit different, kind of following the Guy Ferry thing, which is okay. kind of why I look up to him. But basically, um, I've been going to different restaurants. I've been able to go back into their kitchen, film their food, see how it's made, and then also speak with the chef. Um, I've been able to kind of interview him, sit down, ask him, like, you know, what makes his food different? Mm -hmm. And um, coming from somebody who, like, really, really enjoys to cook, I'm not a chef by all means, but I really enjoy to cook. Um, it's an interesting conversation to have, kind of, you know, speak with somebody that um, has that same passion with you and you can kind of talk back and forth. Right. And understanding, also get a different point of view. I love different point of views about food. Like, you know, what different flavors they're pulling out of mm -hmm. Um, maybe something that they made. Um, but, you know, that's a new venture that I'm on. I've been able to interview with new restaurants um, and just <clears throat> kind of get on a closer side with them and really dig deep with the chef. So it's been kind of a cool thing to do. That's pretty cool because I follow a couple of people that like, um, that are on Instagram that kind of put up the same, similar type of con content that you do. Yep. And they do a lot of like the photos and the videos, but I've never seen them interview the people who are actually cooking the food. <laughs> so I find that really cool. Like I heard that, you know, it was actually kind of rewarding. The one thing that I heard when, you know, one of the restaurants I was just reviewing recently, I walked out of there and I was speaking with one of the girls and she goes, and I, you know, I asked her, I was like, how'd you like that? And she said to me, you know what? That was 
pretty fucking dope. I have never seen like a foodie come in here and like actually sit down and interview and you know be interested in that side. And right. I've never seen that. So that that to me kind of felt cool because I was like, you know, it's something I've always wanted to do is intertwine my personality within my cooking. Right. Um, and and while I'm doing it, I'm doing something that I love and I'm you know understanding like different sides of the food world, which is pretty cool. So what's your favorite food? I know that's a hard question for no, 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 but no. I have to ask. <laughs> you can ask me. It's pizza. I know it's so basic, but I, if, I mean, I asked this on my Instagram the mm -hmm. other day, and I said, if there's one food you cannot live without, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, um, what would it be? And mine would be cheese. Anything with, like, cheese oh, and bread, cheese. just because, like, dude, <laughs> you can't, like, how can you go wrong with cheese and bread? You can't. You I don't can't. think so. Like, I could survive off of cheese and bread yep. till the day I die. So, you know, pizza has my heart and soul, hence I brought a pie. She literally me. brought a large <laughs> pie with her. <laughs> she walked in with a large pie and a bottle of red wine. <laughs> this is why we're friends. <laughs> That's just how I do it. Um, is there some memory connected to food that like really sparked your immediate interest or is it just something that you've always been interested in no funny you ask that i fucking sucked at cooking really i'm sorry if i'm swearing a lot. Uh, it doesn't matter i'm listed as explicit on apple hey. <laughs> you can say whatever you want <laughs> we listed as explicit okay um so um yes there is um I hated cooking growing up. I mean, I can tell you a memory of my mom used to like, I probably used to drive, my, not probably, I used to drive my mom crazy because I guess I was like so exact, like, you know, worried about like how much I should put in, okay. in different cooking dishes and stuff. And so to give you a perfect example, like my mom used to ask me like, hey, can you boil water for pasta and just add like a, like add, you know, some olive oil in there so the pasta doesn't stick. And I would blow her phone up like 10 different times and be like, okay, so how much water? Do you half a <laughs> cup, full cup? Okay, and then you need to add how much oil? She'd be like, Eva, just fucking put a tablespoon of fucking <laughs> olive oil and be done with it, boil it. I was just, I didn't know how to cook. So that's right. to give you an example of like my level of cooking, right? Mm -hmm. Then when I hit college, um, I had a roommate, and, or I had two roommates, super dope, and um, they, they basically, you know, we went out to, to eat a lot and one of them liked, enjoyed to cook a lot. Mm -hmm. So we would, you know, sometimes she would cook for me and then I graduated college and I was like, shit, I'm by myself. I don't know really how to cook. Mm -hmm. My mom always knew how to cook. She cooked like amazing meals. I would always love eating all of her food. And so I kind of, I don't know, I was like 25 and it kind of just hit me and I was like, I should probably like figure this thing out. Like <laughs> I should probably like figure out how to cook. Right. And so honestly, I just, I don't know, like I, the way that I think of things and I believe things, I like, everybody has like the capability of cooking, right? Agreed. Um, everybody has the capability of really doing anything, cooking, anything like that. Right. It just takes effort. It takes trying. And so really what I just did is I started, I got in the kitchen and I started to, you know, look up different recipes because I couldn't even bake chicken at one point, you know, like it was that bad. I like, can't bake chicken. <laughs> I'm sure if you looked up a recipe, you could. I mean, what's that thing called? What? Shake and bake? Shake, shake and bake. I can shake and bake. What's shake and bake? <laughs> <laughs> 
shake and bake. Is that isn't that like you a football term? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, is it? Shake and bake comes in a box, and it's basically like the seasoning for, like, depending on what type you buy, it's like for cutlets, chicken cutlets, or what is this thing called? The pork, pork with a bone. Pork with a bone. Pork with a bone. I'm going to go with pork for 300, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it literally comes with the breading. I'm going to call it breading, but it's like the seasoning, and it does have breading in it. And then it comes in a bag. And literally, like, you throw it, and you just shake it, and then you bake it. Where the hell was that one? Is this like a Publix trip? No. It's like a thing. It's like a thing. This might be too below a chef who makes <laughs> things from scratch. I'm far from a chef, though. <laughs> I just enjoy to cook. What What do you think is, like, your your signature dish? What is my signature dish? Oh, God. You know, I actually get asked this a lot, and I'm always, like, kind of stumped. Or what do you think you make the best? A lot of things. I'm just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to pretend that you got a hot date coming over. Okay, okay, okay. What are you making? I got it. Um, bacon, lobster, mac and cheese. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's a recipe I took from my mom. Okay. And it's white mac and cheese. And it's bacon and lobster and scallions. and That sounds delicious. Even from somebody who would die trying it. Are you allergic? <clears throat> I'm allergic from to anything that comes from the ocean. And the sad part is, is that as I got older, my allergy got worse, so I know what I'm missing. I have had lobster, I have had crab legs, I have had sushi, and when I turned 22, um, I went to a Red Lobster, and I had lobster pizza, followed by shrimp on a stick, followed (laughs) by (laughs) fettuccine alfredo with, I don't know, mussels something wow and i had to run to a cvs because my tongue got big i couldn't close my mouth my throat was swelling so i now have to travel with an EpiPen. oh my god and i can't i can't even like i know if i go to a restaurant and they fried whatever i'm eating in the same oil as they did bless your soul bless your soul (laughs) no seafood none zero and what makes me so sad is that i love sushi I no God, longer can enjoy sushi. <sighs> Dang. Yeah. yeah. And I can't eat there either because uh, how am I supposed to tell somebody at a sushi restaurant, hey, no cross-contamination, please. Yeah, <laughs> you're okay. like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, why are you here? <laughs> so what you're telling me is I should throw away the lobster pizza I brought? Shut I'm up. I'm just kidding. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see my face? I was like, oh, no. I'm just fucking with you. I would have smelled it. I think I would have smelled it. No lobster in there. No lobster. You're good to go. Yeah. I You're mean, I, I, I irritate a lot of people. So, wait. Uh-huh. Have you never tried, like, snow crab? I have had... I don't know if I've had snow crab. I know that when I was young, we used to go to this place called Jumbo Buffet. Okay. In Miami Beach. Okay. And it was a buffet, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they had a whole section of, like, crab legs. Okay. And my seven-year-old ass <laughs> would go over there with the tray and two plates <laughs> and just put crab legs. <laughs> and I'd be gnawing on those bitches for, like, an hour and a half. Okay, but there's no meat in there, so... Well, maybe, so maybe I haven't. 
you gotta like like five or six of them, you'll get like a good amount of meat. Yeah. Yeah. So if I ever contemplate, uh, I'm gonna people are gonna come for me for this. If I ever <laughs> contemplate suicide, that's the way to go. <laughs> Please don't come for her, guys. <laughs> don't come for her. It was just a joke. <laughs> We're all just a bunch of sarcastic assholes around here. <laughs> Nothing has ever been more accurate. Actually, mm. I sh- can say my snow crab dish is the bomb too. Yeah. It's another seafood Fucking dish. Fucking hell, you <laughs> sorry. I can make a bomb chicken parm, penang curry. What is it amazing. that you made the last one? We had the was it beer Olympic? Oh, I made what was that that you made? Something scalloped. Oh, the, the um, potatoes. The potato scallops. Oh my god. <laughs> I was drunk and I still knew how great they were. <laughs> you know what's so funny is like I would walk inside uh-huh. and there was like just like little plates that were sitting there uh-huh. and like everybody was so drunk from Beer Olympics that they were walking inside and shoving their hands like in the dish <laughs> and <laughs> lifting it out with their hands and I would just, I would see people walk out of the house <laughs> with just like handful of potato scallops. I might have been one of those people. <laughs> I think I was too. <laughs> It was like a trend. Dude, it, there was a shit ton of food, as there always is, okay, when Hans and Brie host anything. Mm-hmm. But that plate, I think, was like, and then after it was done, we were taking bread and we were like, I was scooping out like the, the sauce that was left That was over. the vodka bombs. It was so good. Thank you. It was so good. Thank you. So, what's your ultimate goal with food? Well, um, you know, at, when I initially started this page, I kind of started it as, you know, just something fun mm-hmm. and enjoyable just because I love to cook. And I thought, you know, what a great way to kind of share my recipes and get them out there, right. you know, which followed by the cookbook. And, you know, now I'm taking it to another level where I'm going to restaurants and I'm getting booked and being able to, you know, interview the chefs. And I would, it, my ultimate goal would be to turn that into some sort of a business where I can make, um, you know, a solid revenue mm-hmm. just because obviously I'm in medical sales currently <laughs> and I do this as like a passion. Right. Um, but, you know, all in all, that would be pretty awesome if I could turn it into some sort of a business um, and, you know, follow on those same tracks as Guy Ferry. That's cool. Yeah. So how do you know, how, how do you like get there? Like what's, cause I know nothing about the food industry and really particularly the entertainment. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just you though, right? Okay. So it's you and you have a production team. Correct. So I have like a videography team Okay. Um, that I work with and um, basically, you know, we go to different restaurants mm-hmm. and we're booked by different restaurants and we go in there, we kind of film in the back, um, right. their favorite food items that they want to pick for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the interview questions are kind of based around, you know, what type of food we picked up, um, right. and then maybe like the chef specialties and what they suggest and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, but really it's, I'm, I'm kind of as, you know, figuring it out as I go, as I can as well. You know, right. it's just one of those things where, you know, I definitely put a, <clears throat> I definitely put a lot of work into it and it's. It's solely me kind of doing it and me hiring my whole team to kind of run behind me and do it. So I'm definitely running a one-man show here. Um, Don't forget to follow Eva. She is on Instagram at cookbookdiva, and that's D-E-V-A. So make sure you go and check her out. Now we're talking about you having your platform and what the next steps are going to be for you and your goals. I want to go back to when you started. Like, what were the reactions of... and? I had a podcaster on and we talked about like in terms of a podcast when you start one, but what were the reactions of your friends and family when you started 
your like food page and were they positive were they negative do you feel that you know is it something where we just have to push through <laughs> because I okay the reason I'm asking yes is because I love doing my podcast and I get something out of it mm -hmm. and I hope that at some point someone else can get something out of it absolutely but I have come across a couple of friends that maybe were like well but why and it's almost like we're very quick to support people we don't know right because we're looking at it from the outside, mm -hmm. but not necessarily people who we're close to. Right. So what was your experience when you first started? So when I first started, you know, to be honest with you, it was, when I first started, it was kind of a very funny type of situation. And okay. if you ever look back at my old videos, they're so different than the videos I do today. Um, when I was in the beginning of it, we kind of made them more like music videos mm -hmm. and just fun. And they were, some of them are a little sexual. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I have to go and scroll, 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 <laughs> scroll. <laughs> but you know, if you know me um, and you know my personality, I like to make fun of myself and I like to be sarcastic and um, a lot that goes behind a lot of those videos were was me doing that. Right. Um, but you know, overall, you know, my friends knew me, so they, you know, they found it funny and yeah. and you know they were here for it. So you know, overall. Um, I don't know if I've had negative, mm -hmm. probably behind my back, but you know, fuck the haters, right? Yeah. Do live your life. Uh, I know that you mentioned the cookbook. Right. So when do you think that your cookbook will be out? Like, what's the plan? Well, you cookbook. That's interesting. I should do that now that you mentioned that. Because I, I, I said cookbook, but I meant I have the website. Oh, okay. Right. But now you're sparking <laughs> ideas in my head, and I'm like, damn, I should probably turn this into a cookbook eventually, right? Because that yeah. would be kind of the point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, Caitlin, you're lighting the fire underneath my ass right now. Well, because, see, I, I, love, I love how insightful a lot of, you know, people are always like, oh, I'm a foodie, I'm a foodie, I'm a foodie. Well, I love how insightful a lot of these foodies are, because depending on who you're following, right. they'll either do a video, or they'll interview the chef, mm -hmm. or they'll, you know... So everybody's kind of like on a different wavelength in terms of what their norm is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I think it's really fascinating that we could have a cookbook that is very much targeted, not in the way that the regular cookbooks are. Okay. Yes. So I guess my example for you is instead of me having a cookbook where I flip through the pages and you have the ingredients on one side and the directions on the other in a really pretty picture, I want to kind of flip through a cookbook and see like a couple of questions from the chef who designed the recipe. Okay. And then I want to kind of see like the person who wrote the book. Like I want to see them trying it. Like I want to see the chef's version and your version. And you know, not everyone's food is going to come out like the picture. Right. Right. And it's like one of those like nailed it, the show. Okay. It's on, I think you can find it on Netflix. It's food. Okay. And they show you like oh, a I Pinterest. Know. Okay. On Netflix. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, they're yes. like, yeah, nail it now. Okay. So I think it would be kind of cool to like get a cookbook from someone who's maybe not a classically trained chef, which is me, and is just loves food, which is me. So I mean I don't know. It's just that is a very my interesting cents. idea. That is. I think that would be so cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, I'm and gonna have to take that down as an idea. You just put together like your ideas of like your favorite recipes mm -hmm. from when you've interviewed chefs and just your experience, right? Right all the different because you've done a crap ton of different recipes you try things constantly right 
put the, your favorites together. That would be so awesome. Yeah, I and think like my twist on it as mm -hmm, well, like exactly. two, two different versions exactly. almost. Exactly, exactly. I think we're onto something. I think we should do it. Well, not me. <laughs> we as in you. I got you, I got you. <laughs> no, now I'm like, damn, like I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think about, you know, an actual physical cookbook, you know, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, because nowadays everything is like so digital and everything's online and stuff. So I well, you can do a digital cookbook, right? Well, I have I have the website, which I would think is you kind of equivalent. You hear my stomach? No, I can't. Oh my god! Is it I growing? thought I could hear it from like my headphones. I have lobster pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted. You. It's okay. She wants to kill me. <laughs> I gave her a great idea. Now it's time to die. <laughs> no, I'm like, do you want the lobster pizza? Or not? <laughs> No, but that's a good idea. Yeah, because I think of it, you know, I think as, you know, I'm understanding more about, you know, the foodie world because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not up there yet. There's so many people and so many creative pages out there. And, you know, I learn from them, too, which is pretty cool. Right. Because um, you pull different ideas of what you like, what you mm -hmm. don't like. And, you know, very talented, like different foodie pages out there. Um, but but as far as you know just simply like you know making an actual physical cookbook yeah. and like you know pursuing that and stuff like i think i'm taking it like step by step and i yeah. think like you know now that i have the website like the cookbook like an actual physical cookbook would be kind of a good idea and I think to that'd be cool. play different you know ideas on it's always it's about differentiation right like yeah. what you're not you know what are you doing that's different than you know your fellow foodies or yeah. what people are looking at you know well, I mean, but it goes back to what you originally said, is that when you first started, it was very much like your personality, right? Absolutely. You're very like, you'll laugh at yourself in a second. You don't take yourself too seriously. You know, oh, no. it's just, you're just living your life and being funny and you love food. Mm -hmm. And I think that that can translate into a cookbook. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you can put personality behind a cookbook too. For sure. And I, I love to take suggestions too. Like yeah. whenever people kind of like, hey, like I'm like, I want to know, you know, what makes something like easier because I've, you know, I've heard a lot of things like I don't like, you know, in cookbooks they have like put about this much or I don't know, like just some yeah. things like that. So like I'll always like, or, you know, if I put, you know, different items on my food page or, you know, I'll ask like my different friends, like, what do you think about that? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm always open to like learning and suggestions and just growing because I mean, that's how I initially learned to begin with. Like, I mean, think about it. I was, couldn't even fucking boil pasta, <laughs> you know? And here I am making lobster mac and cheese. Yeah. It goes so, to show you like anybody can do, I mean, not to talk down on no, your boiling water skills, but anybody can do anything. <laughs> it's so true. I, I, I firmly, firmly believe that like you just, as long as you're putting effort into something and you're yeah. really trying and you're, you know, anybody can cook, you know? And, yeah. and that's also something that I hope goes behind, you know, anybody that's maybe, you know, making any of my recipes, you mm -hmm. know, that a lot of these recipes, like I want you to know that shit, one time I could not cook, right? Right. And here I am making these recipes so you can fucking do them too. Like, so do you think you've moved away from your measurements? I have a hundred percent moved away from my measurements. I mean, I'm telling you, like, I'm in the kitchen all the time. I'm like, yeah, that looks good. I'm like pouring it like a little by the little, but it's all, it's really all about taste. Yeah. I will, it's so funny. I'm almost full at the end of cooking every <laughs> single time because I'm trying it so many times and I'm adding different things and I'm going, uh, no one needs more garlic. No one needs You're going to make more. my mom feel really good about her cooking. Okay. Does because my mom, like, she'll, well, my mom is a great cook. She's like, 
So it's funny because you watch her cook, and she's like this mad scientist. She's, she's just, just like throwing, throwing stuff. things, and she's trying things. But going back to what you said, every time she throws something in there, she's like, oh, I'm just going to take a bite. Oh, I'm just going to do this. Oh, I'm just going to do that. And by the end, she's so funny. She's like, okay, I need to stop because I'm not going to have any food left. Well, you, you know what's so funny about that also is I think the hardest part about making just like the website in general and mm -hmm. repeat like doing recipes because people will ask me that they'll be like what's the hardest part about doing it and i'm like i don't measure shit so oh I my god i didn't even think of that it is the hardest thing to try to sit there and measure how much you're actually putting into your recipes because on your own like i don't have to think about it on my own i'm right. just throwing stuff in there i'm just you know tasting it as i go but like to think about how to like remember how much you put in there and like measure it out and keep doing it because you know you'll probably be like okay I need a half a cup and you're like mm, I need a little bit more than a right. half a cup and then usually you're like okay so what's you know half a cup plus you know a quarter of a <laughs> cup and then no I added actually a little bit more of a quarter cup so you're like adding I think that's honestly the hardest part about making the website and the recipes so do you end up doing the same dish a couple of times absolutely to get the <laughs> absolutely I can't tell you how many times I make some of the same dishes by just like <laughs> okay so Nobody's also going to want to look at an ugly dish, right? Of course. You could, it could taste fucking amazing, but nobody wants to see an ugly dish. Mm -hmm. So I spend so much time making multiple different dishes solely for the picture, yeah. solely for the taste, and like solely for the ingredients. Like, I mean, I'm just because you have to try yeah. it out because you got to figure out like how, what the measurements are. Right. And on top of that, like, you know, you got to get the good pictures before. Like yeah. when I first started the page, I used to mess up all the time and you know and I got hungry I mean I made this food I made this page because I like food so I would right. just like start to dig in and I'm like oh shit should have taken a picture I need to take a picture of that and I'm like oh, okay well I have extra ingredients maybe I can make some more right and take a new and so I spend time just doing that over and over and over and so that's wow. the hardest part is the you know just getting the picture right um even though you know it's gonna still taste good right, right, right. at the same time of just figuring out how much goes into like, you know, just yeah. the measurements of the recipe. So uh, being a foodie and having your own food Instagram and website and soon cookbook, um, how do you, what, what advice do you give people who are just starting out? Like how do you maneuver your Instagram? I know some people do themes, some people do patterns, like yeah. what's your thought process on that? You just gotta make it look pretty. <laughs> I'm telling you, you gotta make it just look pretty. You gotta make it aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Um, that's really what catches, you know, people nowadays. Like, as far as like, you know, your Instagram page goes, you know, um, have, I don't know, it's just, it's all about eye catching and just, you know, pulling people in with, you know, maybe different things that you're doing. As far as cooking, like how people start in that sense, you just gotta start trying. Yeah. You know, just, what the to be honest with you the way that i really learned is i would just pull up a recipe and i would start from there and then i would you know start to tweak it mm -hmm. a little bit to like what i liked you right. know and then i would start from there so 
if you just start to pull up a recipe first, even if you're just fucking baking chicken. Yeah. You know, like, hey, put the chicken in the oven, 375. You put, you know what I mean? Like, shake just and simply bake, guys. shake and bake. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know what shake and bake was, but now I, I do. I need a shake and bake sponsorship <laughs> with the amount of times that I've said it on this one. Hashtag podcast. shake and bake. Shake and bake, shout out. <laughs> Send us some free food. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah. it just takes trying. It comes back to, once again, I'm just such a big believer about that. You just got to try. So if you're starting off on your page, if you're starting out on your, you know, maybe making a cooking website, anything, just start, just yeah. do it. Have no thought about it. Just, you know, do you. And, and if, you know, people have something to say about it, just keep going. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody like that you don't know that reach out to you and have two cents to give to you? Um, like they'll, they'll definitely be like DMs that I get that like will be like nasty ones, what? you know, but you know, you gotta not let that stuff bother you. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like, or comments, like stupid people saying like stupid shit, like, and just, you know, making, you know, sexual comments or something like well, that. I, the reason that I say to you is because keyboard warrior warriors, they're real. Right? Keyboard like, warriors. Yeah, I've never like, even heard of that before. Yeah, like they're like big and tough behind a keyboard. They're saying things that they'd never right. say to your face, right? Right. So the reason I ask that is because you're a beautiful woman who, Thank and you. you're welcome, who enjoys putting together beautiful food. And you put up pictures of yourself on your page with yep. your food. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like it's just waiting for someone and i don't mean it in a negative way right like no. you're just waiting for someone to have something to say because they always do right and you know when that comes along it's just one of those things like i like once again i don't take myself too seriously yeah i never have i never will you know i've had people comment on stuff or this or that and i just like it <laughs> you know what do i mean do you really I like literally them? just like good the for you <laughs> like good for you you can't let that stuff bother you like i just think about like i almost feel bad for those people to be like straight up with you because i just think they're probably at their house sitting behind their computer like you know something's going on in their life yeah. that they're not happy and you know obviously they're directing their anger towards me. I don't know why, but you know, yeah. you just gotta not take it so seriously and just take it lightly and just keep rolling with it. So that stuff just never, it just yeah, doesn't really bother me. Yeah, it just me. doesn't phase you. It would, it would be probably more bothering if it came from like a friend. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? for sure. But as far as like just- Strangers? Stranger, I could not give a shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, that's why I like it. I like, I will like read stuff and I'm like, <laughs> somebody's pissed off today like <laughs> I mean listen at the end of the day they're giving you an engagement number right that's what I'm saying you're, you're, commenting. you're helping me thanks out for thanks for the extra bud. comment <laughs> <laughs> now I have 37 comments <laughs> yeah we gotta get Guy Fieri to follow you so we just gotta like we gotta go in all of your pictures and just tag 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 tag, 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 tag. Yeah, yeah yeah we gotta get you me and 25 of our closest friends I'm thinking about like I'm gonna start sending these like <laughs> these videos of me interviewing the chefs mm -hmm. to like the Food Network. You should and just like start sending into them and be like, "Hey, y'all need a female guy fairy?" Absolutely, you should. <laughs> You're kidding. laughing. I'm dead serious. <laughs> no, we I'm need to work on like your your highlight reel. You know how like when guys <laughs> go like football or whatever and they're like oh here's his highlight reel. Yes, here's my highlight reel, bitch. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I gotta come up with a highlight reel. Would you like a bunch of slow-mos of cheese like melting and right. then pan to you interviewing the chef and then 
fade in and out. Are you for hire? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I I wish I wish I had the balls to go back to school for marketing. Why is that? I just think it's awesome. But why don't why don't you have the balls for back to school? Marketing? Um because marketing is it's not just the only reason, but marketing is very, very competitive. Right. And I'm already in a field where I'm making a decent salary. Yeah. Right? I can support myself. Yeah. When you are just going into marketing, they pay you, like, pennies. It's like you really got to, like... I actually have heard that before. Hustle your way into, like, a livable salary. And I don't know if I'm really willing... I guess I really don't love it that Isn't much. Isn't that so sad, though? Yeah, it you is. You know, because... It's like something that you love and you're mm -hmm. interested in doing, but you know that it's not going to pay you, you know, the amount of, I mean, it's, it's like teaching for me. I was a teacher. Yeah. And I, you know, unfortunately, it's the same thing kind of happened. Yeah. Like teachers don't get really paid well. And well, you and I have that in common. Exactly. That's why I went into the field that I'm in now. Exactly. And that's why I'm in sales. Yeah. Because, you know, unfortunately it sucks because the money makes the world go around mm -hmm. and you have all these passions, but I see, but I think that like, that's where I think I struggle, right? Like personally is that I have so many interests, right? And I feel like I'm relatively good at a lot of things. Okay. So, you know, I, I went to cosmetology school. Right. And yeah. Actually, yeah. She has been like mentioning multiple things. Yeah. Me. She's like, I've name I, dropping listen, things, and listen, she's listen, like, I, I like am a makeup artist. <laughs> like, I went, I went to <laughs> market. I'm like, damn. This I, girl I'm is telling you, like, I love things. Like, I love linguistics. Right. So, like, I know English, Spanish, Portuguese. I know a little bit of Russian, and I'm fluent in sign language. Jesus, I somebody wipe this woman up. <laughs> and then I like after that, I like started in in Miami-Dade County Public Schools uh -huh. and I did that for a while and then I decided that I wanted to go into insurance I went into insurance and then I was like this is not fulfilling my I don't know whatever career goals and then I went back to school and I got my um, event planning certificate so I was an event planner the for fuck a little she bit does it all. <laughs> wait, she does wait. it all so then I was like and I did I worked in event planning for like six years and I worked with like one of the top like wedding planners in in South Florida yeah we did like these million dollar wedding I mean listen I did not plan them I just executed on the day of like I was in charge okay. of like getting people to do what we needed them to do yeah but it was really cool because it fulfilled a certain level of like the creative part and like the I'm a boss lady part, right? right? Like I run shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? What I love about this particular area is I love, like I'm fascinated when the makeup artist shows up. So I went to makeup school and I got certified as a makeup artist. And then I did makeup for a while. And then the woman who I was working with opened up like a brow gallery and she was like, go get your cosmetology license so you can wax brows. So I went and I got my license. So yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm telling you. So I have so many like, genuine you interest there's so many talents well i mean this I'm, I'm like relatively good at things it's not like i'm fantastic at you know all yeah, the things still, that i've tried you can do but, all those things but they're just I, but you're just like I, whipped them out of your pocket like, <laughs> hey, like i can do this like i can do marketing like i can do eyebrows oh by the way you want your makeup done oh you want me to fucking plan your wedding or a party like check that off too yeah, I, I love that stuff. Like, I, it, like I, my favorite was, like, when I was trying to find a name for the podcast. Um, and 
it's the love hate without experience but okay. like initially i was like oh i could name it this and i could so one of the things was like i wanted to name it the woe podcast w-o-e like that like walking on eggshells because i'm always fucking like <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Okay. I was like thinking, oh my god, my mind went to like the dance. Whoa. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, but like I like love that shit. Like I love like the witty part of like marketing and like having double meanings on yeah. things. And it's funny because when I named when I decided on the name of the pull up podcast, the whole premise is people pull up to my house and we talk about things. Creative. And I had said to someone, they're like, Maybe the pull out pod, and I was like, "Ah, oh, we're oh, not gonna go there." The pull out. <laughs> People are gonna anticipate something way different than what it is. Yes, exactly. But um, yeah, like I, I just, I, creative things to me, like they, they like totally speak to me. Like, but that's like, awesome because you know you're doing you're doing what you love at the end of the day, but you still, yeah. you know, you. you I don't know, like I view sometimes work as like, you know, you just gotta go there, you get your job done, you get your paycheck, and mm -hmm. like, you know, you work towards like your passion, but still, right. you know, getting paid, you know, what you yeah. need to get paid on, you know, a day-to-day -day basis. I see these people sometimes, there's one in particular that I, I really love watching her. She's she's a YouTuber, okay. right? And she's like a life lifestyle vlogger, I think is what they're called. Okay. She just like vlogs her life and does her full-time job. And she's, absolutely beautiful she's she's a plus size woman okay and she just doesn't give a shit I, about shit oh she those models, are my kind of woman she models lingerie and she's like lingerie haul and she'll she, she does not give a damn and i look it. at her and i'm like and i don't mean to make it sound you know I, I, but i look at her and i'm like if you can fucking do this what the am i doing amen caitlin working a nine to five amen caitlin that stresses me the fuck out you can do it though so that but see but that's why i like podcasting because yeah i know that at some point you have to record it because right. that's just the way people take in content now yeah but i love the fact that i can sit here in pajamas right and have the same kind of conversation with you if i were in a nightgown you know Yo, like she a, yeah she literally was like we were t sitting here talking on the couch and like yeah. we were talking about like life in general and she was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hold up hold up hold up hold up put on your microphone and pull up the fucking microphone like i mean the hear piece and everything like we gotta like get this like we're talking like normal it's true yeah. like you're i mean we're just having like a normal ass conversation while we would yeah like yeah. coming over for wine night yeah but that's that's what i want it to be like yeah. i want people to feel like when they're listening to the podcast it's almost like you're listening to your friends catch up on something for sure but i want people to get something out of it right Absolutely. so like i love the fact that you still have your your regular full-time job uh -huh. you're still fucking kicking ass with your instagram Thanks. you still have your fucking website going Thanks. interviewing chefs putting together a cookbook like Thanks. we can we can actually do what we want absolutely 100 percent agree as long as you know you're always maintaining you know what you want to do on your day-to-day -day basis and your lifestyle and you know whatever that makes sense to you um because you know at the end of the day we all do have bills to pay you yeah. know and um we have to make sure that we get those done first but you know passions should always be a thing with everybody you know like everybody should have a passion to do something like yeah. everybody i think it's so important to like feel like your soul and like you know because not a lot of people do get to like work in what they love you know right. and it's a hard thing to do so it's 
you know, you want to fill your time with something that you thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoy. And this kind of stuff, like, makes you happy. Yeah. You yeah, know? absolutely. I can do, like, I remember when I was doing the event planning stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, the, you had to be there, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, you know. And you were working until 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. I yeah. mean, it was, like, a long Oh, my God. Ass day. You're giving me, like, preseason scary vibes of soccer. <laughs> I'm having like PTSD of waking up at like 5 a.m. And at the end of the day, I didn't, like I was tired, obviously. My feet were tired. My body was tired. But my brain was so like full, if that makes any sense. Oh, dang. You know? Yeah. yeah. Have you thought about ever getting back into it? Um, I have. The thing with that, too, is that like there's some level of stability with your, at least your calendar, right? Your availability to the people who matter in your life. Yeah. When you work a regular nine to five, mm-hmm. even one that you end up working late, yeah, um, versus something as inconsistent as event planning. I mean, you have to be working for a firm in order to. And in so order, you were on your own. I was. I was on my own. I was like a. I don't know a better way to explain it, but like a, a like 1099 type. Independent contractor. Yeah, and okay. I just happened to always work for the same person. We had a great working relationship. We we still do. Like yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it can be done, mm-hmm. but I also think that the timing is important too. Absolutely. You I know? agree. But I, I don't know if I could deal with the instability of both in a monetary sense and a time sense. Absolutely. I couldn't so, agree more. I mean, I guess your passions are going to take time no to grow what, and, yeah. But I don't know if it's something I'm willing to do. Right. Well, especially if it's, you know, kind of unstable as well. Yes. We don't live in a life, especially at a time right now. Yeah. With, you know, virus, COVID, everything. Well, going but on, imagine, you know? imagine if, yeah. because right before, not right before COVID, I would say like a year ago, uh-huh. um, I was contemplating like leaving my job uh-huh. and just going and being like a body waxer full time. Okay. <laughs> another talent, guys. Another talent. No, no, that goes back to the, the cosmetology license. You're allowed to like wax people, right? I really like body I love waxing. You so much. Don't judge me. <laughs> I okay? love you so much. I was like, I want to wax vaginas. I think they're so pretty afterwards. Okay. Like, Did you yeah. ever bejewel one? No. Was that like a thing? Uh, not when I was in school. Okay. No. I always like heard about that. I was always like, are people literally. I need to Google that. Are people li- bejewel? Okay, so Wait, from what, what I heard about bejeweling a vagina, is <laughs> you're literally putting jewels bejeweling. on a vagina. And so in my head, I'm thinking if everybody wants to put this picture in their head with me, just think about a vagina with shining the first, <laughs> jewels the first stuck onto the front. The first thing that popped up was vajazzling. <gasps> That's what it's called. That's Crystals what it's called. on your crotch. Dude, imagine wearing. What does it look like? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I've, I've actually never looked at it. That I'm gives a new here. meaning to, like, put a ring on it. Like, but, oh. well, like what if... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. It's, it's a butterfly on a vagina. She had, she had code. What is this? Hello Kitty. <laughs> Look at this. But where do they like? Lord. What is it? Where, but where, how does it stick? What in the? This is some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm white. <laughs> this is fucking weird as shit. That's bizarre. 
look at this and tell but me if it, that's comfortable. There's no way that that's Guys, comfortable. Guys, it's literally jewels. But jewels. Is it, like, think about, like, a like instead of your underwear being there, just straight, like, jewels back to back. Oh, is that a... Oh, my <laughs> dear Lord. <gasps> she has I do. But, but hold on. How does it, like... How is that comfortable? How, no, but how do they put it in? Like, is it, like, the in? ones that the people do, like... Is it just, like, no, they I glue think it's it? Like a, I think it's a, just a glue. I think it's, like, a temporary thing. I would... Oh, my God. I would hope... It's just a temporary thing. I have no idea. I have no idea. Because when you said that, I initially thought like the people that put them like on their cheeks, you know, like the little implant. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like little. No, no, no. They're not that. They're they're not like like actual piercings. I think they're just straight stickers. But I have heard that at the waxing spots, because like if you go and get like a Brazilian wax or whatever, Mm -hmm. like an option on there is bejeweled. And I've always like, I guess I've never like questioned it further because I've never been really interested in bejeweling my vagina, <laughs> but I'm now thinking about it a little bit and I'm just saying to myself, what is the use and why? Well, here's the thing is that as someone who can do those waxes, like you get, you get irritated. Like, I don't care how great skin you have, your right. skin gets inflamed. So if you're, if I wax you and then I'm attaching jewels that to the healthy. skin, that can't be good for you. Wouldn't it? Because then it's going to contort. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're inflamed. You're depending on, you know, your sensitivity. Like, I can tell you from personal experience, like, it's a balloon afterwards. (laughs) Like, homegirl needs an ice pack and a bed and like a Tylenol, okay? Like, (laughs) all you men out here, you can listen to this (laughs) and understand what it's like. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, that has to be uncomfortable. Dude, I'm imagining. Think about jeans. Don't um, put lace underwear on after that. No, not even lace. Think about like jeans, like rubbing up on like, oh my God, that's got to be the most uncomfortable. That's like wearing jeans without underwear. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny is I had a supervisor who she was, she's um, of Hispanic descent, uh-huh. but she she's white. Okay. Right, and her name is um, Janina, uh-huh. but we call her Juanita. Juanita. Yeah, and she every time something bad is happening, she will go, "Oh no!" <laughs> so every time we hear her, we're like, "Oh." You kind of sound like Mario when you say that. What? It's like Mario? Oh no! Oh no! I don't know what Mario sounds like saying. Oh no! Oh, no. Wait, have you ever played like Mario Kart? Oh my God! You sound like a like no. <laughs> Play with me. No. His, his initial response when he gets like hit or anything like that is literally, oh no. Is it really? I kind of want to play just to hear him say it. Yes. So that's why I was like, you kind of sound like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out what it sounds like. Yes. Can you play Mario and let something hit him, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, I'm done after two minutes. <laughs> yeah, no. You're like, no more. No. Not for me. No. Uh-uh. I don't do video games. I, I did. I get to. I did Guitar Hero. Oh, did you? I was hardcore. You fucked heavy with some Guitar Hero. Oh, I fucked with Guitar Hero. Were you in Dance Dance Revolution too? No. Okay. And my feet cannot move that fast. <laughs> it is a little like, intimidating. Look <laughs> <laughs> at too lucky. I had, I had friends that were like, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I can't even two step. Oh, I loved Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did you? You did really fast. Well, well, but you played soccer. 
Yes, I played softball. So you have a lot of like coordination with your feet. Yes, only feet, I, not hands. I played softball. All yeah. I had to do was like really. Well, run. You have, well, you have coordination with your hands then. With my hands, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Oh, so you have coordination with your feet but not your hands. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of like, like catch me outside at the basketball court, <laughs> and <laughs> I can jump maybe a centimeter. I played basketball in high school. Were you good? No, no. They put me on the scoreboard. <laughs> It's softball, it was pretty good. I, okay. I have an arm. I have okay, an arm. Okay, but okay. like basketball, I have no like depth perception. Me neither. I'm like, yeah, it's going to go. And it like goes over the... Do you run into walls too? Yeah. And I trip <laughs> over the floor. Me too. All the time. All the time. I have no depth perception at all. You know what Oleg says to me? What? If it ain't one thing, it's another because I'm hurting myself one, one way or another. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Yeah, but they I feel like they just appear out of nowhere, no? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like the ground the just wall could be there for like five years. Yeah. But it moved. It moved that at second. least two inches mm -hmm. forward. Or when you when you like grab your like pinky toe in the corner. I do that shit oh, all the fucking yes, time. Oh, yes, 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 I do that. But I do, <laughs> I have... I have a. I feel like I have a large toe, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like my big toe hits it <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> I got a guard toe or something. No, you know, actually, my friend used to describe my big toe as a. Um, you remember those like Nokia flip phones? The ones that wouldn't break. Oh the, no, the flip. The phones. silver like mm -hmm. little like she used to describe my toe looking like that. It's a very odd description, isn't it? It is because I can't imagine how that would. <laughs> translate it to really, your toe. It really doesn't look like that. I don't know. She always used to tell that. It's like the one that was like on Metro PCS. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> when I got that phone, I was like, I'm the best. I'm the coolest I'm shit. I'm the coolest fucking chick. <laughs> and, then, and then the sidekick came out and I was like, fucking hell. No, but the best part about those flip phones, like, I mean, the razors, like, when you wanted to fucking hang up on somebody. Oh, it was so satisfying. Oh, you, you, you just, mm -hmm. you fucking slammed that shit. Yep. You were like, bitch, and you closed that shit yep. so hard, and it felt, like, so soothing and to And now you're up. like, yeah, you press just the have invisible to, like, button. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. press the invisible button hard. Yeah. And then, like, what, you throw your phone after? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Because, you know, we can't even sign a two-year contract and get a phone for free anymore. Like, we got to lease that bitch. No, so yes. it's like, fuck, and I'm going to have to return it. Exactly. So we can't even do that anymore. What the hell? I think we need to bring it back. I do, too. Sidekick. I wish the sidekick would I come back. I heard they were actually bringing back the, uh, I was going to say the blueberry. <laughs> Are you hungry? There's pizza. <laughs> Maybe. They're bringing back the blackberry. Are they really? I heard. I mean, I loved my BlackBerry. The only issue I had with my BlackBerry is like the internet always felt like it wasn't really the internet. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? It always felt like it loaded funny. I never had one. You never had one? No. It was great for texting and emailing and stuff like that, but everything else kind of sucked. Yeah, no, I never had one. I had like maybe 50 texts a month because my dad <laughs> kept it very minimum for me. I always went over. I always got my phone taken away from me. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. <laughs> so I never had text. Okay. And it was at the time when the regular Nokia had just come out. Okay. The like indestructible one. The one that I, had snake the one on that it. Looks like my toe. No, the okay. one before that. Okay. The one that's not a flip. The blue one. The oh my god! Yes. yes, I yes. know. I used to have that as like a side phone. <laughs> oh my god! 
That's so bad. No, so that that was that guys. That was like ninth grade. Not yeah, grade. yeah, that's exactly that. That's that right around that time. Yep. So I, it was like middle school was my first phone. Like all you could really do on it was like call my parents and anyone else after nine. Okay. And play Snake. I fucking love Snake. Yeah. So I was introduced. I had that phone. I think freshman year in high school too, and I was introduced to a gentleman who was in the circle of our friends. Okay. And not the one that you're thinking of right now, but someone else. Got it. And um, he like he was older than me, and I was like, oh my god, like he wants to talk to me. And he he just like would text. He didn't call. He didn't. Okay. So I started texting him, and I thought to myself, oh no big deal, you know, a couple of text messages here and there. The bill came at the end of the month, and it was a seven hundred and fifty dollars phone bill. Oh my god, I know this feeling. I'll never forget. I got home from school, and my mom was sitting in the dining room table with like the printout, you know, because it wasn't paperless oh, back no. then. And she was like, "Come here," and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna die." You so knew I sit what down, was about. and she just slides the oh, bill shit. over, and I was like, "Oh." Like, do me a favor. Go get your driver's license. Well, not driver's license. It was like my ID, my state ID. Okay. And come back down here and meet me in the car. I was like, Oh fuck! Oh my god, your mom sounds really scary. My mom, my mom. I don't know. Fuck around with my mom. Okay, we're on the same page of that one. She put me in the car. She drove me. I'll never forget. She drove me to Bank of America. And she, mind you, I had no idea what was going on. Okay. You didn't I know knew. that the cell phone was an issue. No, no. I knew this this bill was a problem. Okay. I didn't know what the repercussions were going to be. I was still trying to figure out, making sure that she wasn't, like, going to kill me and, like, burn my ID. <laughs> so that you, nobody knew. You know what I mean? Leave like, you dead in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so, which wouldn't be that far-fetched because where we lived, it was, like, the last street, and then it was just all farmland. I could have seen you in, like, the first 48. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dateline. Yeah. So she got me in line at the bank, and we got to the teller, and the teller looks at me and goes, how can I help you? And I just look up at my mom, and my mom was like, she'd like to close her account and cash it all out. Hundreds, please. And it was this bank account that my parents had set up for me that every time I got, like, birthday money, holiday money, they were just like, I'm going to put it in your bank account. And over time, that I mean, I had, like, $1,000 in there. Like, it's a lot at that age. Oh, my God. At that age. Yeah. Yeah. So she freaking cashed out the account, closed it out completely. (laughs) She's a bad She was like, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700. She goes, stop, please. (laughs) She goes like this. I hand her. Literally, I paid for the cell phone. Your mom. I never went over. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. No. Never again, right? Never again. That's the way to do it with kids, though. And it wasn't even, like, the money, like, because I didn't really understand. No, like, but she, she she proved her point. Oh, and you yeah. knew You oh, knew yeah. you were never going to do that shit again. Oh, yeah. It, and it was just, like, the, 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 the state of, like, fear. Fear. Yeah. I mean, my mom never hit us. My mom never. But my mom, like, all she has to do is talk to you like this. Oh, my God. And just say I'm very disappointed. Oh, fuck. That's the worst. I d- and my mom, my mom is one of those that'll be like, I'm really upset. I don't want to talk to you right now. Oh, and I was like, no, that's please want to talk to you. Yeah. thing mm-hmm. is the worst. That's yeah. my father. That's your dad? Yeah, my father to a T. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. disappointed. 
See, my dad will scream and yell. My dad will get it out. My mom is silent, which I think is worse. It's 100% worse because it's like, you know, like if you get in trouble, especially when you're a kid and you yeah. get yelled at and you, you, you get in trouble a lot, whatever, like you're a yeah. kid, that's what's going to happen. But it hits you different mm -hmm. when somebody is like, you know, I'm just disappointed in you. And you're just like, like, I feel like you like reflect immediately. Yeah. And it's like all these thoughts and you're like, yeah. My dad or, or my mom yeah, yeah. is disappointed. It hits you yeah. different. I used to, I remember my mom used to like, you know, whatever, whenever I got in trouble and then my dad would just come by and, and I, I was more, it was kind of like when my mom did it, of course I was very scared of my mom, but my dad was just so calm and like mellow tempered and he would just, he did this thing. He would just come in your room he would just stare at you. Oh my God. And like if you did something wrong, like me, yeah, because yeah. I was the only girl in the family. And my brothers, <laughs> my brothers got some ass whoopings. Um, but he would stare at me and he would just like shake his head for a few seconds and just keep staring. And be like, so disappointed you were. And I would just like, I'm not telling you, be like shaking in my fucking boots. Like not even like, I shouldn't even say shaking in my boots. Yeah. It wasn't even more of a scared thing. It was like, Oh my God, my heart just dropped yeah. out of my asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a. You're not actually fearful. You're just so disappointed with yourself that you disappointed them. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was fearful of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. You can ask any of my friends. My mom was probably the scariest. Which I think is so funny because I've met your parents I and know. they're so like delightful. They're they, so like sweet. Listen, when I turned 21 everything changed it's the weirdest thing like growing up my brothers used to tell me like just wait till you turn 21 it's like a whole different ball game my mom it's because my mom's like a very big rule follower mm -hmm. right she loves to follow the rules you don't drink until you're 21 stuff like that she's a, just a very big rule follower yeah so it just you know like i guess like when you turn 21 and you become like legal and like drinking and all of that like i mean we, we went to Vegas for my 21st birthday. It was Brie, Kelsey, Kelly, and I. And it was my 21st, and my mom came, and my mom was, like, funneling, like, shots at me. <laughs> I'm telling you that it was, like, a switch overnight. That's so interesting. It's so interesting, but she's just, I guess it's just, like, I kind of came to, like, the conclusion that she's, like, just a very big rule follower. Yeah. And... You know, when that happened and my brothers told me, they're like, just wait, just wait till you turn 21. Everything's about to change. Like she's different. And it was like that. Like when yeah. she turned 21, it was like this whole different change and relationship too, which yeah. was awesome. But I feel like you do like a flip, like you go one or the other as a parent. Yeah. Cause I, 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 my mom has told me stories about how her mom was extremely lenient. Oh. And my mom with me growing up was extremely strict on me. You know, okay. so I think it goes like, so maybe well, in your it's, sense, it's really it was funny like that you say that because my mom talks about how strict her, her mom, mom was, was on her. And it, I mean, my mom talked about it on the podcast. My mom was like, yeah, I mean, I was like 14, 15. And one of my friends was like, is that your mom in the bushes? And my grandmother <laughs> had hid in the bushes, like just making sure my mom wasn't like horse playing with boys. Shout out to G mom. And sure enough, she was horse playing with boys. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and my mom has always been very like, 
and make your mistakes How because ironic. you're going to be the one to deal with it. And yeah. I agree with this. See, once again, it's like I'm sitting here and I'm going, I agree with that. You yeah. know, like you're going to make your own mistakes and you're going to kind of live through it. But it's yeah. like probably the opposite of what my mom would tell me growing yeah. up. So it's like, am I following that same trend of like, you know, her mom did that to her and then yeah. I, you know. I don't know. I just think it's funny how the, exactly what you said, like it levels itself out, like strict, you know, lenient, strict, lenient. Right. I guess that means my kids are screwed. <laughs> does it? Oh, I yeah. mean, I guess. Because my mom, guess, my mom does was Does it mean my lenient. kids are straight, screwed too? No, no, no. Yeah, it means my, no. no. It means your kids, your kids are set. It means your kids are going to be a bad influence on my kids. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you're not the first person to tell me that. I think all my friends are like, Dear Lord, when Eva has kids, let's all pray. I definitely think I'll be the one that messes up. No. But I have motherly instincts. I definitely know that. That comes from the teaching side. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think anybody who goes into that field has to have at least a little bit of it. Absolutely. You have for to. Sure. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Brie and Hans' kids come up with. I feel like they're going to be little hippies. They're going to be little hippies right? like, traveling the world. It's going <laughs> to be like, they're going to be the best. And they're just going to be so laid back. And they're like, whatever let's just go with it yeah i love it yeah i feel like i hope i'm like that too yeah you know just like go with it roll with the punches nobody knows what the fuck they're doing well did you ever come to like a moment where you were like oh shit my parents don't know what the fuck they're doing they're just kind of winging it as they go because i know i did never i totally did i was so naive really i was so naive because I'm telling you when I say that I was like petrified of my mom and like just so looked up like like I mean looked up to my both of my parents right. but especially just because like the soccer thing and that whole thing with my yeah. dad playing like I very much like looked up to him a lot so it was like both sides like I always thought that they were in the right I always thought we're not in the right like I would think to myself they, they if I'm right, it, but they, they knew what they were what doing, they were yeah. doing. It, it never never once questioned my like I think it took me till like 25 to be like Oh shit, they really winged the fuck out of this. <laughs> like they like they didn't know what they were doing either cuz it like it almost takes like my my best friend Kelsey just had a kid. Yeah. And um it almost takes, you know, seeing somebody like in your I don't know cuz I've it's like weird seeing her have a kid. Like mm -hmm. that's my best friend that's like my ride or die my sister mm -hmm. and it's like weird seeing it but she's winging it. She's got no idea and she'll yeah. tell me that all the time. And like I mean, they're raising, like, the best kid, too. So it's like, I was so naive to it. I didn't even think any different. Ounce. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe you're getting to the point of, like, you know, it's a, it's a full circle. Because guess yeah. what? When you have kids, it's kind of the same thing that, you know, they're going to go through that. Or you're going to go through the same thing that they went through. And, and as a kid, you don't realize it, mm -hmm. you know? And and you're like, why is my parent acting like a dick? Exactly. Or like stuff like that. And you don't really understand it as a kid. But... You know, I kind of had that moment. That's one moment I did definitely have where I'm like, holy shit. Like, um, like this is like, you know, everything that they did mm -hmm. is something that I'm going to have to deal with yep. in mine. And it, it comes full circle at the end of the day. And you realize it's like, holy crap, they're just doing their best. Yeah. And then and then after you've like become comfortable with that realization, then you actually become comfortable with the realization that your your parents are like people. Yes. Right. Like you stop like, oh, yeah. my God. My mom is actually Maria. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like an like, actual human being with yeah, a name. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, as stupid as that sounds, like you no. start to realize, like, you know, my parents are just as imperfect as everybody else. Absolutely. And yeah. They have their 
beautiful things about their personality and they have their things that maybe you know you could do without but that's why we're imperfect humans yeah absolutely but that's the beautiful part about it too yeah you know I don't know. I think that that totally shifts the, the relationship you have with your parents. I think, and I feel like it probably doesn't happen until like, like, you know, and it like maturity sets in too, yeah. you know, and it, everybody matures at a different level at a different time, a different mm -hmm. age, everything. And like, I, I honestly don't think I matured until I was like 25. If you want me to be real. So I like, think I'm still working those, on it. I mean, I'm still working on it <laughs> I'm too. Still but, on but if you think about, do you like really think about five years ago, yeah. like where you were at, like from today and like what your thought process was and like how you think about life in general mm -hmm. and things and, you know, maybe little small things that used to bug you or bit, you yeah. know what I mean? That it's like, I can look at myself and I'm be like, holy shit, I have grown so much mm -hmm. from five years ago of like just different things about how I feel about myself, like as a yeah. woman, as like my strength and what, what I think and mm -hmm. shit like that. So like, I don't know about you, but it's like, I feel like in your 20s, you just grow so yeah. much in your thought process and your maturity level as well. I had a friend tell me, uh, she's, she's like, I think she's 33, 34. Yeah. And this was before I turned 30. She said to me, you will see your whole life will change when you turn 30. And I oh, was shit. like, that's scary. Shut up. Like, okay, yeah, of course life is going to change. But like how much could possibly change from one day to another? It's just another, you know, year of whatever. And let me tell you, she could not have said something more true. More accurate. More, like so you think in your 30s, it's been I like think, a whole different ball game for I you. I feel like when people tell you your 30s is the because I've had people tell me, oh, college is the best time of your life. I don't think so. I think college fucking sucks. Okay. That whole time, like, just sucks. You're figuring it out. You don't you feel are. like an adult. You still feel like a kid. You're not sure how to act. You're not sure how to dress. Right. Like, I think I went through a period where I went to, like, Goodwill, and I bought, like, eight blazers. Okay. And I just thought that I should wear blazers and, like, heels and jeans all the time. Okay. And that was, like, my version of being a grown-up. And then later, I was like, oh, fuck this. I want, like, sweatpants and, like, a okay. t-shirt. You know, but like now it's almost like you become very confident in just like whoever you who are. Yeah, who it's am one I? of the things it's like who gives a fuck? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's like you and I've you hear that as you get older and you talk yeah. to a lot of people and it's like you think you don't give a fuck now and just wait till you're like 50. Yeah. Or like you're really like you shit's just coming out of your mouth left and right and you're not even thinking twice about it cuz you just don't care anymore. Which is ironic because sometimes we we I mean, at least for me, some people in my family, like, they'll say shit. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, I don't know how we got here. I don't either. <laughs> we went off on, like, a really long tangent. That's okay. <laughs> I guess that means it's a good podcast because we're just straight talking. I think that's what it's about, though. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love when we can have a conversation and it goes wherever the fuck it goes. Yeah. Well, we... <laughs> Let me give you a little gist. He's, I think we took a left turn at the bejeweled vaginas. <laughs> I do think that's where we I took think, a turn. I think that's where the turn, like it went from cooking into um, into bejeweled vaginas, into parenting <laughs> skills, into... <laughs> so we really took a turn. This is going to be... Uh, see, here's the thing, and this is maybe something that you struggle with what? too, right? Like when I go to post a podcast, yeah. like uh, there's always something in particular that maybe I want to talk about. Right. And just by nature, you go into other topics, which Absolutely. is fine and beautiful and uh -huh. amazing. But when it's time for me to title my podcast, like I'm sitting here going, cooking 
bejeweled vagina. <laughs> I was about to say. And like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, you just I, need to name it bejeweled vaginas and just let everybody like see what the fuck it's about. Cookbooks and bejeweled vaginas. <laughs> bejeweled. It's a hard say word. it five times real fast. Bejeweled vaginas. Bejeweled vaginas. Bejeweled vaginas. Bejeweled vaginas. Bejeweled vaginas. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I could do it either. <laughs> I don't think I, I just wanted to see if you could do it. Yeah, I know. This podcast definitely has some uh, <laughs> interesting topics. I love it. Like, when we're, like, in this space where we're just talking about whatever, I'm always like, this is when I wish I could be on the radio. Right? Because this, to me, is, like, what I would love to listen to on the freaking radio. Same. Me, too. Well, I actually, I don't know about you. I'm sure you do. But I listen to certain podcasts sometimes mm-hmm. from time to time. I'm obsessed with reality TV, uh-huh. so I mean, we could also go on a tangent on that. Um, we but, have that in common. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sure you know Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Um, so I love, I listened to her podcast. and I didn't know she had one. She, you should listen to it. Yeah? Yes. She has um, a podcast. Also, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a reader, uh-huh. so I did a simple, like, audio book for her book as well. Both are like amazing, and so that's what kind of like interests me. And I was How like, "How interesting!" It's very, and you should definitely just listen to it regardless. And I heard Lala Kent and her husband Randall; they have a mm-hmm. podcast right now. And I've had a few friends that like are into Vanderpump Rules and everything. Mm-hmm. They said it's amazing too. Yeah. Yes. There's a podcast. I love them. They're called um, Almost Thirty. Okay. Almost Thirty, and it's literally all about Being like female fucking empowerment and i'm not the biggest feminist right because same i don't have a problem staying home cooking and cleaning and raising kids if you're gonna support me like, okay like so that's like that sounds like the dream kind of sort of i just love like good like women jokes i know this sounds so bad oh I my god the viewers hilarious. are gonna maybe hate me for this but i just like a love a good like you know like what's the Do you, what is give, that? give me one give me one it was something about like fuck it's, i'm gonna mess this up I don't know, some joke about like where's the best place to find women and it's like in the kitchen or jokes like that or like, you know, like uh, um, there's like a meme and it's like a bunch of cars like piled up and it's like Women's Independence Day got crazy or some (laughs) shit. But I feel like the moment that we start to take ourselves too seriously, there's a problem. Yes, of course. Like, you can make right? fun of that so stuff. Like, who ca- like you, at the end of the day, like, hell yeah, women empowerment. I'm a fucking female. Like, hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to support that at the end of the day. But, like, if you can't make fun of yourself, who, like, yeah, what, you know? Man, those so politicians love Twitter, don't they? I don't. Okay, can you, are you big on Twitter? No, I don't have a Twitter I don't account. understand Twitter. I don't. I think it's, like, just, like. I like to look at Twitter of like your thought of the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't like I can't imagine myself going on Twitter and being like thinking about cooking a turkey today. Post. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're literally yeah. like thoughts. I mean, maybe I'm wrong about Twitter and I I'm like not well versed in it. I've used Twitter in the past and it's like a bunch of like retweets and like like I don't know. It's like more of like I like to stay far away from, I don't have Facebook anymore, which is bad probably for just like really putting myself out there. Right. But I don't, like anything that has so many words <laughs> with so many thoughts, right, right, just right. people's different opinion, Yeah. I just don't care. Like I, it's just, it's for me, it's like, I don't want to read your opinions. I don't like, 
you know, it just because I feel like the internet nowadays, especially as far as like Twitter or mm -hmm. as far as like Facebook, everybody has an opinion. It's fine to have an opinion, but it's the ones that you just see go on and on and on and on and don't stop and then this and that. And it's like, I just, I stay far away from mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitter because like that's, it's just kind of like all talked about there. And <laughs> Instagram is just straight pictures and there is not much. I mean, there's a lot of political shit behind it as well. But right. as far as like reading about a lot of things, yeah. there's not much words you can put into yeah. Instagram. So I try to stay. I mean, it's just because it's just a my thing, lot. My thing is just like, especially when I'm not into it. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not even that's like that's not your, even my lane. Interest. I'm not like to my interest. Not, yeah. I don't. You know, people are probably gonna kill me because I'm like, I don't like you know think much about like politics. <laughs> I'm like. Well, but I feel like I feel like there's a lot of people who feel the same way. Yeah. And I think that particularly in the political environment that we're currently in, like with the level of personal offense that people take with your right. own viewpoint, like I think that what you're doing is the exact opposite of what society as a whole is trying to encourage. So right. we're trying to encourage people to be involved and vote and like really use their civic duty as a way to change the world. Great, fantastic, rainbows and butterflies. Right. But the people who are like you, who don't necessarily want to even go there, if you had even just a minute interest, the fact that people are behaving in that way is going to completely turn you off. I mean, it would for me. It turns me completely off. Like, I want nothing to do with it. I'm like, you guys, like, like I don't want to, like, that's, you know? Yeah. And just, I don't know. I guess, like, there's so many other things to worry about in life. Mm -hmm. And just, like, you know, like... yeah. That to me is like a and and a, obviously different priorities as well. You know, sometimes yeah. you know some things that you know politics are some people's priorities, and, and that's great. That's what makes the world go round, right? Right. If everybody was interested in the same thing, shit wouldn't shit wouldn't work out. Right. Um. But yeah, it's just it's not it's not top of mind for me. It's really bad because I should be more involved in like my voice and my opinion. But I think that there's beauty in knowing what you want to contribute to and what you would like to stay away from. Absolutely. Especially I'll, now. I'll contribute to eating. <laughs> That's my You contribute to cooking. I'll eat what you cook. Just I no lobster pizza. <laughs> I volunteer as contribute. <laughs> <clears throat> the people that I follow on Instagram, like there's a couple of foodies that I follow on Instagram that I was mentioning okay. earlier. And I would love to like know like what they're actually like. What they're like? What they're like. I would too. Right? Yeah. So like I think that this gives anybody who enjoys your content and your videos and your recipes and stuff like that, I think it gives them like a real insight on a little bit of what you're like. Because yeah. this is exactly what our conversations are like. It is. When there's no recording on. It so. absolutely is. I mean. Well, it's unfiltered. I'm sure everybody has already noticed that one. Yeah, well. Explicit. Very explicit. <laughs> My podcast and I have the little E. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and it just shows that as explicit. Like yeah, that. it just always shows as explicit. I just didn't want to have to, like, beep anything out. So do you think, I would actually be interested. Do you think that you'll have any other foodies on here? Because I would be interested in their other point of views and, like. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. I don't, see, I'm still, like, new in the way that I'm still asking my friends to do me favors by coming on my okay. podcast. Right? So I I would love to be able to get there's a couple of them that I really like. Shout them out. Which one? Um, let's see. Sweet Portfolio is one. I know. Okay. I love her. Yes. Yes. Like she's just like funny and she's isn't she from New York? She's from here. 
Let me see her page real quick. Yeah, here. And it's funny because sometimes she oh, like, it's a different one of what I thought of. What she I like was makes thinking. fun of herself, and she's like, "This is what you actually think. I eat every meal, and this is what I actually eat." Okay. Like, yeah, I've she's just. Yeah, she seems cool. That would be a cool one to interview. Her, and then there's one more. <clears throat> the Naughty Fork. Oh, well, yeah, that's the biggest one. Is she? Yeah, she's, like, all over the place. Is she really? In Miami. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, she's got almost a million followers. <laughs> yeah, she has Forbes 30 under 30? Dude, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Wait. Like, she has, like, a a whole, like, um, a, like a partnership with Berries. It goes to show you, though, like, I've never looked to see, like, how many people... I just like her content. Like, I came she across her content. She has great content, yeah. But see, here's the thing, and this is what I think I struggle with personally with having the podcast have an Instagram. Yeah. Is that it's not like my podcast is currently recorded, like on video. Right. So it's not like I can post a 30 second snippet of my podcast because that's why I do a podcast and not YouTube. Right. And I don't really know what the hell to post. As far as. Like just in general, because I know that you have to be like consistent to get the right algorithms like for your stuff to be catapult you know to be in like the the attraction to the page is hard right yeah you you post like these beautiful pictures and videos of food like i mean i can give you a slow-mo of me like talking on my <laughs> microphone but like nobody wants to see that i don't know it's almost like you got to get like almost like a little bit creative i know it's like sounds like okay very like vague yeah um but it's like comes back to like one of those things where like what differentiates you like from you know everybody that's doing podcasts you know like and it's like you almost got to be like and maybe that's my struggle maybe I don't know yeah you know what I mean you know what I when I first started my page I had no idea I was like what's gonna make me different right then you know like all the other pages like the foodie pages right and you kind of have to like navigate it and figure it out and figure out like you know what works best for you like like I said like I used to do these crazy like videos like music videos like it's like I she's to gonna look it, look it up I gotta look it up but she's it's like, like said this three times and now I, I'm like it's mm, so no, I have to look because it's honestly I'm not even gonna lie it's a little embarrassing but I keep them up there just because I like laugh at them like because I like look back and I'm like well, oh but lord girl what were you doing you have a lot of followers too I have a decent amount 3,400 followers that's a lot of people man I remember, I remember I got to 100 and I was like, yeah. And then I lost a follower and I was like, no, no! come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought that that was the thing to do in the beginning. When you watch the video, you'll know what I mean. It's like scroll to the very like beginning. Um, and like I tried to find myself in my ways and like how to be in my, I feel like my page before was not as like appealing to the eye too. And that's something okay. that I picked up on as well. And like, for example, like the the most recent one I did, I tried to do like, you know, what I'm trying to do different with like interviewing the chefs, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I'm doing different, but also like I try to pair whatever I'm doing with, so for example, I got a fried chicken necklace because I was interviewing I at love a fried that. chicken spot. You get what I mean? That's so awesome. I try to pair, you know, um, different items with like where I'm going because, you know, it stands out. It like makes, you know, like I don't, and I'm not... You can see from my dress code right now. I don't dress like a like a nice girl. <laughs> I dress in like sweatpants and like t-shirts and stuff like that. And so like you know, I just wanna 
I just want, I wanted to like kind of go forward with like my profile with like just simply being me. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I dressed trying. up a lot in the videos in the beginning and you'll see them and like, they're like, you know, they're not me. They're not, they're really not me. They're really not you. No, that's because not. Because I've, I've, I think I've only ever seen you like full on, like at a wedding. Yeah. I, I think you're very laid back. I'm very laid back. Extremely laid back. I know, but you know what? So I think that a lot of times as a woman, there's a negative connotation to being yeah. laid back. Yeah. And I don't know why that is because well, you're always laid back, but you always have mascara on. Mm -hmm. Your hair is always like neat. Thanks. It is. Thanks. It is. I struggle a lot with that. Like I'm zero to hundred. Great. But yeah, but I'm zero to hundred. I don't like, think I've ever seen you really zero. Really? No. Oh. Uh -uh. Then I shouldn't have put makeup on today. <laughs> you're like, you want to like, see me at zero? Like, Let me take this like, shit off. I don't know if we're going to take our picture, so I should probably try, at least from the neck up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, but it's true. you got to be yourself. you got to be yeah. yourself, man. Yeah. Like, especially with this podcast, like, you'll you'll figure out your ways and yeah. you'll figure out, like, I'm still navigating. I'm still learning. Yeah. Like, that's why I follow all these foodie pages because it's, like, so interesting to understand and, like, learn from them. Like, I'm never going to be perfect. I know that there's always growing that there needs to be done. Right. You know, within my page, within my life, like yeah, in general, like, you know, you grow. And so like, you're just going to figure that out as you go. And it's like, you're going to find something, you're going to do it. And you're gonna be like, oh shit, that drove like a good amount of traction. Why did that drive traction? Oh yeah. shit. Okay. Okay. Now I like doing Yeah. Cause this. you're looking at it. You're looking at it strategically at that point. You're yes. looking at it in a business standpoint. Exactly. You're not so much looking at it like, I love chocolate and this picture's yes. cute. You're actually, yes. Yeah. I think it's fascinating, like t the things that we have accessible to ourselves mm -hmm. in terms of like Instagram, when you have a business Instagram and it gives you like your insights. Right. It's like incredible. Like it tells you what time people are looking at your stuff. What like, your growth is. Yeah. How many people. Yeah. It's a really cool because it keeps you, I mean, it, it's, it's encouraging to know, you know, yeah. as well as like who's watching and how many people. And well, I made the mistake of finding the insights on oh. my podcast. Okay. <laughs> Not, I don't want to call it a mistake, but it's always good to know, You're right? In, right. And I was looking at them, and it tells you, like, how long people listened before they said, fuck this. Okay. And I think one of them was, like, 47 seconds. And I was like, that wasn't a great episode, then. I'm going to have to not do whatever I did on that episode. You know? So it's Yeah, yeah. but, you know, honestly, you you started this a month ago, too. Yeah. Like, my page, I started in 2017. Well, but then the question is, like, when did you really decide that you wanted to, like, hardcore go on the food stuff? That's a good question. Um, I, so when I started in 2017, I should say for the first, like, year and a half, two mm -hmm. years, it was really just fun and play. Like, I was just messing around. It was fun. I had my videographer with me, and, you know, he was just doing different photos, and we were just, like, playing around. That's why yeah. we had all those videos and stuff. Um, I think it was this year where I was, like, Okay, like, you know, you get into the, one of those modes, like I started a new medical sales job last year, right? Mm -hmm. And I had stopped my page for a while. Right. And I started to notice like, holy shit, like that was something that made me happy. Like, you know, doing cooking and sharing my recipes mm -hmm. and, you know, just, you know, cooking in general and showing it to everybody and just, you know, having them have my recipes accessible to them. So I was like, like I gotta get back into this but if I want to do it this time around like I gotta be like 
you know, not serious to a point where you're like killing yourself and you're like, oh my God, I didn't, I mean, we just talked about this, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't post this week. It's yeah. okay. And that shit happens. And like, it's not that big of a deal, but like I took it seriously this year and like, I've seen like a crazy amount of growth from actually just taking it serious yeah, and just putting it into action. And it's really just as far as like when I say taking it serious, mm-hmm. just kind of doing exactly what I want to do, like right. passion wise, right, right. like I just put it into action really. And then I curated like ideas. I was like, okay, so now I'm having all these food and I'm posting this and you know, I've done stuff where I fucked up, you know, like I did something that I had like a tipsy Tuesday thing where mm-hmm. I like, you know, I was teaching di- different recipes and it's all about trying and like seeing, I saw that, you know, it didn't really gain that much traction from it. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, next, on to the next. Yeah. But like, you just like figure that out, like as you go. And then it's just like, it starts to form. And then I was like, okay, I curated the idea. Like, what if my next step, like I'm now growing this. And this is actually, once I saw it to kind of become like a little bit more legitimate, mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder what would happen if I like, I booked at different restaurants. And I was like, people are booking at restaurants. Why can't I do it? Yeah, I was absolutely. like, so, and I was like, but what would make mine different than them just being in the kitchen, like seeing the food? And then that's when I thought of the idea of the whole, you know, interviewing the chef. Well, I think that's a fantastic idea because you're essentially giving credit where credit is due. Absolutely. Because you can be a foodie and record the process, but you're still not, you know, not to take credit away, but you're still not the person who's actually making the art and the art is the food. Absolutely. So it's cool to highlight the actual artist. Exactly. And that and that's something that I appreciate the most because... And I think that's why, like, it's crazy. It's cool to me too, because, and not to downplay any of, you know, the food pages or anything, but a lot of the food pages will simply just show the making of the food, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just it. You see it put together, and it's amazing. It looks mm-hmm. amazing and putting it together, but. You know, I can relate to these chefs, not on their level where they've gone to school and stuff like that, but right. it's something that we can both talk about and it's something that like I can relate to them. So I'm not just walking in as like your average foodie that loves food and loves to watch food and loves to like see you make food. Like I can actually have a conversation about it as well. And we can yeah. speak to different, you know, ingredients and how different things are made and once again, kind of like the whole diners, drive-ins and dives. Like he's a chef, like he can speak to that, he can talk to them about it and mm-hmm. it's you know, once again, it falls in with personality. Like, do you have the personality to be able to, you know, interview these people and sit down with them, make them feel comfortable like you do, you know? Like, it's a skill that you have to try to do. So it's just one of those things that I I made sure that, like, okay, like, I want to really show my personality with the cooking and, like, highlight the chef at the same time. Like, how can I do that? So it's just stuff that you pick up on and you start to, and who knows, like, you just put an idea in my head today about an actual physical cookbook. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just starts to kind of, as you start to gain traction, you yeah. start to, or not traction, but just ideas. Yeah. It's like, if you don't try it. I just think the ideas are endless. Like yes. with, with the, with what you enjoy. Yeah. And I think that's, again, one of the things that sets you apart is that you enjoy actually making the food as well. Right. 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 So, I mean... I don't know. I think you should like. I'm telling you, you need that highlight reel. Food network. Because you need to send food, me to network. food network. And don't go. I mean, you can start off with like WSBN. What's WSBN? Should I know what that the, is? The news station. Oh, okay. Like okay, Channel okay. Seven News. They That's have true. like um, Deco Drive and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They have like a you segment. You see me of food. thinking like too big. I'm like oh, food no, network. No, not at up. all. No, not at all. I'm 100% with that, but. I'm saying, like, in order to, like, grow your... Yeah, you're right. I want to say your audience, but, yeah, your audience, because that's the goal at the end of the day is to continue to grow your audience and be able to at least substantiate 
not substantiate, but to support yourself with yep. your what your passion is. Right. So it's I the mean, ultimate goal. Yeah, absolutely. Do I think Food Network is shitting too high? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I think that you also have other avenues locally too. Yeah, that's the true statement. See, once again, like we're just sitting here talking about it, and it's like one of those ideas that was just. You know, like I would have never thought about a physical cookbook, and then yeah. now you're like, what about like local stations? That that would have never yeah. like crossed my head. But I it's mean, literally, like you come to them and like, listen, I'll put together a 15 minute piece. I'll do all the production. I'll do all that stuff. I'll hand it over to you if you like it. You like it. And if you don't, kinda if you like don't, then oh well. Your intro videos, right? Yeah. Like an L. Should I make like an L Woods like one? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Get Hi. a like a, a pizza a pizza bikini. Yes. Pizza bikini and like fried chicken in your hand. And I'll be in the pool and be like, Hi, I'm Cookbook Diva. <laughs> I love just it. My what do they call that? I'm like blanking on the word. Um, Not your intro. Like what is it called? What is it called? It's like on the tip of my tongue. Right. Audition tape. Yeah, right? essentially. Audition it's like an audition tape. tape. There's another word for it that I'm yeah. thinking of. But yeah, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, there an is another tape. word that I know yeah. th I can't think about the other one. But yeah, that could be like my audition tape. Yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. I'm cooking <laughs> Or I could just start off with the jingle. I'll give you the recording. I can't wait. You can come and record in here if you want. I'm gonna use that on all my videos. Yeah, I'm gonna come back and like come sing like Mariah Carey for you on these microphones. It's nice, right? You're gonna sing now, aren't you? I am. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was telling you off of the recording, but when let me tell you, when I finally got all of this connected, because technology and I are not friends. Right. We're not friends. So I like fought tooth and nail to like figure out how to connect all the stupid shit. Like there's a bunch of crap. It works great. Thanks. I, and when I finally got it to work that I could hear myself on the headphones, I was like. Yeah, it just makes me it, like so it makes cool. me like want to like sing like a rap like. You know, when I was a kid, like I used to know, like Holiday Inn, like Harper. You know, oh my God! Like, what you doing? I'm chilling at the holiday. Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, rub on your nipples. Some call me Ludacris, some call me Mr. Wiggles. Far from giggle, make your memory glands jiggle. Got him under control with a fold into a little. Doctor Diggles, I can't stop until it tickles. You know this is gonna go in the podcast, right? Yes, I do. Okay. I was just making sure. I was talking to my mom about this, and I was like. Should I have like a release? And she was like, um, yes. A release as in what? Yeah, like a, just like when you take pictures of people. Yeah. And you need like a release to okay. confirm that it's good, that you put it up somewhere. Got it, yeah. Like, let me tell you, you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. When you're just like, there's no one for you to like depend on. I know. Like my friend has a YouTube. They just started a YouTube. They're pregnant. And her husband does all the editing. Like she, she sits well, there. A she lot records. of those people do. Like it's, it's. I mean, except for these very large, large pages, right? right that have like a whole marketing team behind them and right. everything. Majority of them, it's all. It's a one-man show. They're doing yeah. everything. They're editing. So it's like, you know, unless they're outsourcing, you know, videos and stuff like that. That can get expensive, though. Dude, no, like yeah, it can. It definitely can. It can get expensive. It can. I mean, videographers aren't cheap. And it's a, but know. the thing is, uh, videographers aren't cheap, but at the same time, the amount of work that is put in, right. as you know, because mm -hmm. you're editing, I'm edit, I do edits too for different smaller videos that I make. Um, the editing is is grueling. Like you're yeah. you're, it's tedious. 
Yeah. And it's a lot. So it's like, I think that they deserve what they get paid. Though, oh, for at the sure. End of the day. Like, for it's, sure. it's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot of just sitting there doing the same thing over and over, back and forth, back and forth. And I've made the mistake of like not re-listening to the whole thing when I'm done editing. Okay. And like... <laughs> I, I posted like a bloopers episode. Okay. Like week before last and it was like a bonus episode. It wasn't like a regularly and I like input the second the same sound clip twice. Like back to back. Okay. And the guy that I was talking to in the sound clip, he was like, hey, you put like the sound clip twice. And I was like, fuck it. It's published. YOLO. It's yeah. So they're going to have to hear the story a second time or fast forward. Yeah. Because I just, I can't. Like, you know, the whole, I want to make the podcast very professional, but yeah. at the same time, I am not going to lose my head. Don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's definitely not worth it. Like, you just do what you can. And, you know, like, the thing is, you always have to remember when you do stuff like this. And, like, I tell a lot of my friends that have, you know, like, side passions and stuff. It's like, you got to remember, like, that, you know, what's important first. You know, like, you yeah. did this simply because it was your passion. Right. You know, simply because you enjoyed it. So don't make it not your passion. Well, I look at like Natalie mm -hmm. and she does all of these videos for Monet. Yep. And she, I mean. And she kills it. She kills it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, how does she have the energy? She is literally, her and Brie are probably the two hardest workers I know. Like they do not stop. Like yeah. it's there such like I was talking to Natalie actually about this today. I was like, girl, you gotta give yourself a break. Like, cause she's just she's a nonstop worker. I mean, I appreciate it because it's honestly it, Natalie and Bree, they're they're two of them, but she Natalie puts so much work into like, you know, her day-to-day -day job in medical yeah. sales and on the weekend and I mean when she gets home from work, she's doing all her Monet stuff. And then on the weekend, she's doing all her Monet stuff, well, too. Well, the thing, too, with, like, the Monet stuff mm -hmm. is, like, it's not like you can post a picture, like, looking all fucked up and your hair's beautiful. Right. Like, she looks done head to toe any time. And I'm like... She looks fabulous I wish, all the time. I wish I had, like, desire <laughs> to do <laughs> that. Terrible. Same, like, to you know... Putting on makeup today, I was like, oh. Oh shit, who's this person? <laughs> Who fucks this? But no, because it's a lot. Yeah. Like, girls to wear makeup and put yeah. it on, I feel you. Because it's yeah. like, it's a task. It is a task. It's a lot. I, what's the male equivalent of putting makeup on? In terms of effort? I don't think there is one. I was trying to think of it because there's definitely things that, like. Maybe. Um, like if you're kind of like more of a bushy man. Grooming? Grooming, I would say maybe is equivalent, but once yeah, again, no, you're fuck only that. doing I'm a bushy woman. I put a lot of effort <laughs> into <laughs> not being a bushy woman. So you're like, I do that and I put on yeah, makeup. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There really isn't. I don't think guys know how much like women actually put into. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they. At all. Yeah. I mean, I, re I, I know that like even recently, like. I've been with someone that's like, hey, we got to go in like 22 minutes. I'm like, wait, what? What? What do you mean? What? Yeah. You didn't tell me that we needed to go in 22. You just said this afternoon. Right. Well, so how long is it going to take you to get ready? Like 20 minutes? I, I don't know about you, but like if I know that I have to go somewhere where I have to look halfway decent, I like think about the time I have to be there. Oh, and yeah. And then the time I have to leave. And oh, then the yeah. time that it's going to take me to do the makeup. And then I backtrack and then I'm like, oh, I have to start getting ready three hours. A hundred percent. I just uh, I don't I don't put a lot of 
I am the epitome of getting ready in like 15 minutes. Yeah, not me. Honestly, just because I don't, I don't put, I don't put, okay, so how you're looking at me now is literally (laughs) like, you can ask all my friends growing up, like in high school, college, middle school, I didn't try this is trying right mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at somebody with like mascara on <laughs> and foundation and a sweatshirt so this is trying yeah but like growing up i didn't even like i mean try to it like i put no makeup on i wore sweatpants a t-shirt every single day it was funny because i would go to parties mm-hmm. and when i showed up to parties in jeans and a t-shirt because i would be like i still went to parties in t-shirts <laughs> So uh-huh. weird. And I'd put like some makeup on. They'd be like, I actually liked it because they'd be like, oh, damn. Like, you look, damn, Eva, you look good <laughs> as fuck. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I feel it. And it would be simply wearing jeans and a t-shirt because yeah. that's how much I did not dress up. I just, this is the most, like, I should say, like, once I started ADP, mm-hmm. It was a turning point for me because all the girls at ADP are well, literally yeah, I mean, when beautiful. You, when, you're, when you're doing that, like you have to part your. Like, you have to keep the up. nature I mean, of the business. You're walking into a new business owner. Yeah. First impression is important. You have to be on your A game. Let's be real. It's all about you know what you look like too. And yeah. so if you're meeting with, it's annoying, but like a business owner and you are looking attractive they're more inclined and especially with like a personality they're more inclined to buy from you well simply from your personality to be honest with you um but as far as like first impressions so like i i started getting like dolled up at like adp is like and it would it's so not like me all my friends were like what the fuck is going on now you get your nails done all the time like because i played soccer i was like i don't give a shit at all so like this is the most like like my mom after 25 was like I have a daughter. <laughs> I we've talked about this. Yes. When you're when you were young and your mom was like, "You want to go get your hair done?" And you're like, Fuck, "I was no, like, I no, I'm perfect." My, <laughs> my confidence shot out of my asshole. Not that it That's still does beautiful. it. That's beautiful. <laughs> listen to me. That is absolutely like I hope that one day if I ever have a female child, yes. I hope that she fucking shits confidence <laughs> because this world will do everything they can to break your confidence yep but my once it that comes back to your product of your environment as well yeah. you know what i mean like my dad literally injected me with confidence i'm telling Good you when you. he was like you are the baddest bitch in this world <laughs> like my dad is like my number one supporter yeah. and my mom too yeah, but like yeah. they both like just injected me with this like crazy ass confidence so like growing up like my mom would be like don't you want to put some makeup on? I'd like look at her and I'd be like, I'm perfect the way that I am. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. I would never say fuck yourself to my mom. Yeah, but she would a, literally slap me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point of like, they just, I mean, dude, like when I was younger, confidence just shot right That's That's me. incredible. But you had like, and it's, it comes from your parents. That's incredible. I think now I'm so when I'm starting to like. Feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Yeah. It's the best feeling ever. There's no reason yeah. why nobody shouldn't have confidence. There's a difference between cockiness and confidence. Yes, and for sure. I feel like a lot of people don't know how they think that they're confident, but they're actually cocky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a fine line between confidence and cockiness, and people definitely go over that line. <laughs> um, but it's important to be confident. It's really important to be confident for your self-esteem, for your mental health, you know, like yeah. everything in general. Like 
Because you should. You should, like, God put you on this earth or whatever your religion is, whatever yeah. you believe in, you know, like, even put on this earth for a fucking reason. So, like, strut your shit. Yeah. We live in a world now where you're supposed to be quote unquote perfect, right? Yeah. You know, there's so much plastic surgery. There's so many people doing lip injections to change mm -hmm. their face. You know, I'm all here for, you know, if there's like an imperfection that you feel uncomfortable about, but if it takes a toll on you to a point where you're adjusting so many different things of your body, I just think that like, you know, you're, you're made to be this way, like appreciate it and like love yourself because there's so many warped visions on that side of things nowadays. And it's, and it's the reason why kids have, you know, insecurity yeah. issues. And it's the reason why kids grow up the way that they do. It's the reason why, I mean, you know, like they, people can't have human interaction and yeah. it's just all falls into this social media, like, you know, shit that, people you know think somebody looks a certain way but in general they don't or they right. try to get it fixed to look that certain way and it's just like you gotta love yourself well i think people have forgotten that pores that what pores are normal oh yeah right like and listen and I'm acne and I anything all for a filter girlfriend oh me too i love them me but too. you know what like this little monster right here i have i'm covering this mine little monster right here like Whatever. It just is what it is. Dude, it's, you can't do anything about it. And it's like, who cares? Yeah. You know, like, because if you're going to ex exude, like, you know, the confidence within yourself to be like, who fucking cares? Then you're going to feel good about yourself because right. you're not thinking about what others think. And you should it. Yeah. Because it's your life. I like that. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. It's okay. your life. It's your life. So live it. Don't forget to follow Eva on Instagram at cookbookdiva. And that's. D-E-V-A, right? Yep. Is there anything you want to leave everybody with? Shout out Pull Up Podcast. Woo! And not Pull Out Podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. You're welcome. Anytime. This we can talk about whatever you want. Literally like a genuine talk and I just love it. So if she I'm reaches... I'm doing a dance. Dude, if she reaches <laughs> out to any of you guys, you guys, it's an enjoyable time. Yay. All right. Yay. Bye, everybody. Bye.